Well, welcome to Small Biz Tips. I am here today, guys, with a good friend of mine. We actually have a mastermind together in Mexico. She is a firecracker, guys. She's going to... Oh, I'm excited. Her name is Locha. What's up? Hey, how are you, Zuber? First of all, thank you for allowing me to come on here on your platform. I truly appreciate it. I'm super excited for business tips. So, yes, let's go ahead and hop into it. Oh, let's go. So before we start talking about the gems and all the good stuff, you know, can you tell us more about culture? Okay, so um I know a lot of people have bad experiences in school, right? But I am one of those educators where I'm super passionate, right? So mm -hmm. I started off English teacher and I knew that I wasn't retiring. So what I did, I started my own school consulting firm. And so what this simply means is I go inside of school districts and I actually help teachers, principals, superintendents learn how to build relationships to make the experience better for uh, their entire organization. So I'm a school consultant and we just move school organizations forward through professional development, mm. through um, district walkthroughs and just making suggestions based on our observations. So this is wow. yes. It's pretty dope, right? A school consultant, but you were a teacher before that. So tell yes. us more about, right? Were you also a substitute teacher as well before that? So I literally, I started boots on the ground. I started off as a substitute teacher and really I was substitute teaching while I was in school. And so, um, I, yeah, I knew, you know, I like teaching and everything. I thought I was just going to be a writer and like, you know, live my life and, <laughs> and found out that I was, me and my husband, we were expecting our first kid while I was still in undergrad. And I was like, mm -hmm. yo, like, I haven't written a book, like I haven't like made it to chill on the island. So I decided since, you know, I had so much success as a substitute teacher, like literally had teachers asking me, how was I getting students to, you know, perform and do well mm -hmm. and be engaged? How did I have parental engagement? And I was a substitute teacher, you know? So I was like, you know what, let me just switch my major to education, uh, mm -hmm. English, because I love reading and writing. And so from there, um, I moved from being a substitute teacher to being the in-school suspension coordinator while I was still working on my degree. So moved to that. And then uh, once I got certified, I was an English teacher for several years, got my master's in administration. I thought about becoming a principal. And then, like I said, I knew I wasn't going to retire out of the classroom. And I just moved forward with starting my school consulting firm. So I got a question for you, right? What was the and like going from being a school teacher and starting your school consulting firm, how were you with your first couple of clients? Was it the school that you worked at? How did that work? Okay, so really cool question, right? So as an educator, I used to always find opportunities to go and get outside professional development. So there was a mm -hmm. conference that I always attended called NAPSI as just an attendee. And so upon mm. moving to the last district that I was in before starting a consulting firm, I shared with the principal, like, hey, you know, I always like to attend conferences. Do you all have funds to pay for that? And he mm -hmm. was like, yes. I really think it was like anything to give me to sign the contract, right? So when it came down to, you know, turning in the paperwork to go to the conference. This, the principal was like, well, we can't pay for you to attend the conference, but we can give you the day off. So I was like, what? Like, um, I looked up how much it costs to go as a vendor. I'm like, you know what? I'm starting my school consulting firm. I 
already let the principal know my desires with that. So it was like $50 more to attend as a vendor versus an attendee. So I got all of my literature made, brochures. I didn't have, I didn't even have my solid team yet, right? But I was just confident (laughs) that if I go as a vendor, I'm going to secure contracts. So I went I secured two contracts that doubled my teaching salary. And I was like, yo, this is it. Like, I'm going to give it my all, you know, this school year. But they gave me the confidence to really step out there with my own consulting firm. So now I've been full time with my own organization for the last three years. Wow. Congratulations. Let's go. You went as a vendor and you had a chance on yourself, right? And said, hey, I'm just going to go down there. And it's only $50 the thing right we, we don't think about that and then you were able to secure your first few contracts tell us about it was it somebody that saw you there and they're like what do you do and then they end up saying we need this how did it about so um when you were there as a vendor you have you know a lot of people walking around decision makers you have people who are you know teachers you just have mm-hmm. all type of educational staff and so there was a young lady who was actually next to me and we had just mm-hmm. started talking she was there actually recruiting for her school district and so i told her about the services that we had to offer especially in the diversity equity and inclusion space that's what i love that's what our founding principles are on is providing um staff development to help bridge that gap for uh, when you have a predominantly minority student population and a predominantly non-minority teacher population. I just love to help them show them how to build relationships. So I'm sharing it with her. She's like, oh, you need to talk to our assistant superintendent. I think we may have a disconnect in our district and, you know, there actually may be a need for it. So um, he came by and she introduced us and I told him about the services that we had to offer. So that was one of the connections that I made and so we've been in that district now for three years we're going on our third year with them and we're doing some phenomenal work I I must say you know we had a data to prove it and then there was another young lady um they were traveling internationally from Nigeria and so Uh she works yes so she works at the the college level in a teacher preparation program I told her about how we work with beginning year teachers and so there was another contract that we actually secured because COVID happened we did not actually get a chance to fulfill that because of COVID mm-hmm. and everything, but those were the two contracts, but they were literally me just going and setting up and just being confident. Like I literally, I got brochures made. The name of the, the organization is First Class Educator. And so I shared with my business consultant, I need to go to this conference. He was like, well, you know, I got to connect, you know, we can do a photo shoot, private jet, this and that. So just everything, the whole, everything literally fell into place within three weeks of the conference. I got the backdrops made, all of that. It looked, it was very presentable. And I think it was really the confidence and that I knew that I could execute if I was just given the opportunity. And so, like I said, the contract um, that we've been working on the last three years with one of the connections, we've been doing some phenomenal work. Like they literally created positions, six figure positions based off of our recommendations and the research that we've done. So wow. we, we doing it. We're really the first class oh, educator. Yes. That's my baby. Yes. Yo, that's dope. Um, you just said something here. I don't think I'll touch it. You're not only helping teachers at the school district level, but you're also first time teachers that are just getting started. Right? That's a whole different how's that coming along? Are you going to the colleges and teach them, provide hands-on experience? So um, right now, uh, several of my consultants, they've created what you what we call a beginning year teachers program. It's like a mentorship. Mm-hmm. And so basically giving them a toolbox of how to work with 21st century 
elementary learners. So they are literally boots on the ground when it comes to like practice theory, mm-hmm. implementation and, and building relationships. I So just to give you the background, I recruited some of my professors from my early child, from my um, my teacher education program, from my, my HBCU, shout out to Harris though. I have two <laughs> teachers on staff from my program while I was in undergrad getting my teacher's certification. And so they're the best. And so what they do again, they just share the the, the practical implementation of you know how to, to work with these learners. So we are, we actually have an opportunity to secure um, a uh a position in a state to work with all of their higher ed teacher programs. So wow. I'm really excited about that. So the opportunities are out there and really working with that population of teachers gives us a great pleasure because you have so many teachers. If you look at the teachers that are leaving, it's your teachers mm-hmm. that are you know older and they were having a disconnect with the technology but then you have teachers that are just entering the first uh first year second year teachers they are leaving by the droves and I believe it's because they're not supported so we go Mm -hmm. in and provide that extra support so yes it's it's massive that's massive now let's talk a little more about your business you mentioned you have several consultants how is it structured right are you kind of like the owner of and then you have about five consultants here or five over here How is that business structure? So um, right now it's me as the CEO and I staff, I look for the opportunities and I staff it based on the needs and then based on the demographics. And so I have about, um, I would say actively uh, 20 consultants. And so um, they range in from being retired superintendents, current superintendents, K through 12 educators, social workers, uh, counselors, the full gamut of educators, right? And so I just base it on the needs of the organization and I staff it. So I don't have to do any presenting. Like I really, mm. I'm not going to fake it to you. I love having the reach, um, yeah. but I like to just get it done. And so providing opportunities, I've had several of my consultants to say, Losha, you know, you're just paying, you're paying us too much, but they're the best. They have PhDs. I don't even have a PhD and I have several staff that have their doctorate's degree and nice. they love they love working for my, they could go out and start their own, but I think just my founding principles and the way yeah. that I take care of business, they just really appreciate it. So yes, I'm, I'm at the top and I'm working on my succession plan because I just know it's growing beyond me and we are going to be bigger than scholastics. I like to refer to scholastics. Everyone knows them in the education industry but we're going to be the number one leader and provider of professional development for educational organizations let's go i love it so you you said something you're going to be bigger and you're growing you're developing your succession plan um tell you know throughout this process because you've been able to do this in the past three years right yes what were the challenges in terms of when you were uh, building that team right because 20 consultants business side team what were some of the challenges that you went through and then how did you overcome those challenges? Okay, to be honest, the, the biggest challenge was understanding that districts have a pay schedule in which they mm. pay out. And so the first year I pretty much funded my payroll myself. Mm. And so really understanding that part of the business and understanding that you need to be well-versed in when does a district pay out? How do they pay out their contracts? Is this a contract that has to be voted on by the board? So just yeah. really understanding those um, semantics. So now that we have a larger influx of consultants, I'm in a position to now where I structure my contracts to get paid in advance. So that's one okay. of my hacks. 
Okay, so I, I that's how I structure it. I want to make sure that we secure our funds to pay the staff before they even go in. Whereas I think my first year, we started doing work with the organization maybe the end of July, and I didn't receive my first check until like the end of October, November. So yeah. it was like, that, oh, that night, no. I, I know what you mean. I work with exactly what you mean it's smart that you're able to get it to pay you in advance i think that's smart that's genius so now you didn't have to worry about payroll and make sure you can take care of the consultant so yes. that takes me to my next piece right because you guys been able to impact the overall industry so how are you getting these clients is it based on the relationship you build is it more like you're doing some heavy marketing you know how were you able to kind of throw this so fast in a three-year period um, so really what it is, the relationship piece is key. So I personally focus a lot on attending conferences where you have those decision makers. And mm -hmm. so uh, that's a, a quick and easy hack. If you can tap into, you know, networking with the superintendents, you can first identify what their needs are. Yeah. And then you can, you know, follow up with a plan. So I like to go and listen. I don't do an awful lot of talking. There's no mm -hmm. point in doing the talking when, you know, you need to understand what the needs are. So going to the conferences, understanding the needs, and then, you know, following up and having a game plan to address the needs that you heard them mention. That's been a strategy that's working well for me mm. we do uh we do some subscriptions like nationwide subscriptions to see what opportunities are available out there mm -hmm. uh, that's really why i decided to like bring on the counselors and social workers because right now there's a high need for social emotional learning support mm. as well as being trauma informed and so we actually are in a position to offer a certification it's almost like the cpr certification but yeah. it's being trauma informed but it can only be administered by people who have that credential to administer so I have them on my team so we can administer a, a youth mental health first aid a certification through my organization wow. that specializes in trauma-informed and social-emotional learning. So it's pretty cool. That's amazing. Congratulations. I love it. So Thank you. I know you got all these amazing things going on, but you also love to travel. Yes. Tell us about that. <laughs> so, okay. I One of the things that I love to do, I have two boys. Shout out to Farrell and Sayer. They're my world. I love to take my boys, you know, out of the country and show mm. them the, the world because I never mm. want them to get, you know, too comfortable with how they're being treated in America. We all mm. know what they can be like, especially as, as young African-American males. And so taking them, we just got back from Bali and Singapore. And so my thing nice. is... I want them to understand, thank you. I want them to understand it's more to the world than to experience. So even just doing the consulting, I can work remotely. So as long yeah. as I make sure that I have it staffed, my staff is gonna show up, you know, again, take care of your staff and they will do whatever it is that needs to be done. You don't have to micromanage them. And so just being able to still travel with my children, I homeschool my children. And so that's also a luxury that I have with this work and the reach is far greater than what I would have if I was inside a school building. Even if I was, you know, principal or superintendent, I have my time back to travel. And I just, I'm on my third passport and I literally have like <laughs> two pages left in my passport. How many countries? Oh, I don't even know. I don't even want to go. I don't even know. It's so many right now, you know. And for me, it's about my boys. I, yeah. I'll tell you, I, I took them to um to Morocco, and so nice. I was like, "We going to Africa?" You know. When we got there, they were like, "Ma, where the 
we're the black people. And so I was like, yo, we were in Northern Africa, you know, just letting them know like Negria area, but they are, they just, they love the experience. And I really think every time that we come back, I just noticed their vocabulary improves. And to mm. me, that's so important. Like I wouldn't do this and, you know, try to help educational organizations without pouring into my own. So I really appreciate the freedom that I had to be able to travel with my kids and give them those experiences. I love it. I love it. Um, so last question to kind of wrap things up. What is one tip that you would share with any entrepreneurs who want to live the life that you live, want to be able to work from anywhere, do what they want, and still have a big impact, right? And making tons of money. So what, what's that one tip you would share? Uh, delegate, relationship mm. build, okay? find the best find them like I mentioned that I have staff who had their PhD right they they are the best in the industry so make sure that you have the best in the industry that represents your organization your your ethics your principles and delegate tasks to them and compensate them well if you're going to be getting a big bag you can share that with your with your team because I just believe in reciprocity I know that Mm -hmm. if I take care of them I'm going to be taken care of so the most important thing is to build relationships with and delegate you know work to the the staff that can take care of it you want the best so you want to build those good relationships and they're going to feel awesome about working with you because they know that you're intentional about the relationships that you build and the people that you choose to be on your team I love it. I love it. Thank you again, Losha. How do people get in touch with you if they're teachers or they have a school, they're listening to this? What's the best way for them to reach you? Oh, the best way, um, social media is always good. I am Losha, L-O-C-H-A, power moves on all social media. So you find me Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, whatever, Losha, power moves. And you can definitely get in touch with me. Um, We have some resources that are available to them for people who are trying to break into the industry. Yeah, share them, share them. What's the website? (laughs) So it's the schoolconsultantaccelerator.com. And I'm pretty Mm. sure we can have some links available for them. We have an eight-week course, and you can access it, lifetime access, 24-hour access. I literally give you my contract templates where I awarded six-figure contracts, my contract extension templates. Those alone are worth more than gold, right? And so um, I provide all of that in the course. So definitely tap in with me. I'm here to support you. I know my organization is growing so fast that I am going to have to subcontract work. So I just want to build a capacity of educators that are passionate and even entrepreneurs that want to see some type of education reform i am here to support you i want to say thank you for allowing me to be on your platform again and to even speak with your audience but if again if i could leave them with one important tip is to relationship build and make sure that you have the best people on your team build, build big, guys you hear build relationships and have the best people that's how you become the next locher i love this <laughs> thank you again for jumping on Guys, definitely check her out. I'll put all the links in the comments and the show notes. Thank you. Have a good one.